Okay, Betty. Hi. Hi. Martha. Yep. <laughs> oh, Paris. Yes, yes. Paris. I got your gift in the <gasps> mail. You did. Oh, I you did. Did you like it? I loved it so much. I'm looking. I, I, and you, it has my name on it. Yeah. To be known. Did you get yourself one? No, I didn't. I really wanted one though, because I really liked it. Um, yeah, I didn't get one for myself, but I should. I just figured that it would be really great for the podcast. Are you gonna put this in the podcast? Should we tell people what? we're talking about (laughs) maybe maybe uh yeah let's pretend that we're talking in the podcast and then if we want to talk about other things then we can later (laughs) okay and i'll just cut it i'll just splice it up um yeah so paris sent me for christmas this like reading journal where i there are four different sections of the journal there are details, favorite authors, to read list, and notes. And it's so I can write notes about the shit that I'm reading. So there are these little cards in it where I can write down like my ratings of books, my favorite <laughs> quote of the books, summary or thoughts on the book, where I got the book, who it's by, the genre. And then I there's like a list section for my favorite authors. I can write in like you know books we want to read, recommendations that we get. There's a whole notes section in the back, mm-hmm. and on the fucking front of it <laughs> is this beautiful image of like mountains and forest in like this kind of like Celtic hatching pen style. It's got my fucking name on it, <laughs> and I was so I it it was it was really special, Paris. It's really oh, really special. I really so appreciate glad. it. I'm so glad. And I, I just thought, like, w- when I take notes for the podcast, like, when we're reading books, those are the, exactly, like, the categories that I write about, like, my favorite quote and who the author is and notes about the author and, like, things like that. And when I found that journal, I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so perfect. I thought that you might like to have it for the podcast. So I I'm so glad love that it. you got it. I'm so, thank you. That was so sweet. And I, like, I would have never guessed or expected this. This is, like, <laughs> I, it's it's a real treat. And it's so beautiful that, like, I want to use it. You know, oh, like, good. I, yeah, I thought the outside was gorgeous. I really liked it. Yeah, it's stunning. Stunning. So, thank you. <laughs> I, I really love it. I wanted to call you the day I opened it, but I also got another gift from um, a friend in the mail and so I, I opened that first, so I called her, and I ended up being on the phone for, like, three hours. And mm-hmm. that was yesterday when we were unpacking from our trip, and it was just like, oh, my God. So I figured I'd thank you on the podcast because it's relevant, <laughs> and we're friends. Well, you're welcome. I'm and glad I want to make like listeners it. jealous of our friendship, <laughs> you know, <that> too. <laughs> I'm really glad that you like it. I'm so glad. I want to get I one myself. It. Yeah, you should. It's, I, I mean... It's a treat. <laughs> well, I'm currently sitting here eating a bowl of um, pineapple. Uh, wow. And it makes me think of the story you told me about Casper eating pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> and just him, like, piling pineapple onto his plate at the buffet. And your grandparents being like, wow, Casper, you really like pineapple. And him, like, being embarrassed because the reason he was doing it because you guys were like in high school 
and didn't he think that it would like take his make his like cum taste good <laughs> well i yeah like a couple <laughs> days prior to going to the uh, red hawk casino buffet <laughs> uh, i discovered that i did not like the taste of semen and <laughs> In fact, I found it revolting, and I almost threw up. And so that was a surprise to me because I wanted to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to enjoy it. And so totally. the internet <laughs> the internet said, try pineapple. And so what, what better of an opportunity than at the Red Hot Casino, they're all-you-can-eat brunch. They're, you know, expansive gourmet brunch options they had a fruit platter and i said well casper i think you should try and eat a lot of pineapple and so he had a whole side dish plate full of pineapple and that's uh, that's right it was very suspicious and he was just he he was just like yeah i love it i love pineapple do you think your grandparents knew do you think no they way. suspected like- well they know now they know now <laughs> But, uh, no, I don't think so. I think they were just like, huh, Jasper loves pineapple. Awesome. <laughs> and that was it. You know, but fortunately, they didn't take it. They, I don't think they ever, they, they even remembered it because no one was like, oh, you know what? Casper loves pineapple. Let's get him some pineapple. You know, like, <laughs> there's no, there hasn't been a, a legacy of pineapple-themed items that were <laughs> gifted to him or no pineapple-themed foods or anything. So it didn't leave a lasting mark. Well, did it work? No, no, it did not. No, it did not. <laughs> sucks. <laughs> I also am too afraid to try. You know, so, like if there was really a consistent <laughs> pineapple, you know, pineapple, I don't know, juice diet or cleanse that was going on, like I don't think I would even be brave enough. <laughs> I probably would, but it's just, you know, there are consequences. There are consequences to yeah. income. It's disgusting. Why does it burn? It burns you? You burn? What? Yeah, it's like... I I, know. I haven't <laughs> experienced that, but I have found that sometimes it makes my mouth go numb. So maybe I'm allergic to it, like I'm allergic to walnuts. Who knows? I think that's what I'm experiencing as well. It's like, <laughs> it's not only the taste, but there's something in there that is like a sizzle it's not a heat thing it's more like a toxicity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't think that's good that your mouth goes numb friend it's like when you eat pineapple and your mouth hurts (laughs) after some sort of enzymes but it's actually millions of half humans swimming around yeah actually it's supposed to be really good for you it's like a lot of protein i think Maybe yeah, it's not there are some Maybe people on the internet who like to do like cum facials. Oh, well, oh, like, hey, and, and do like medicinal <laughs> stuff with it. You know, they're like, I put it in my salad dressing. That or some shit. No, vegans aren't those your people? <laughs> yeah, the cum eaters. That's <laughs> those are my my gals. <laughs> Is that vegan? Does that count? I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to ask around. I don't know if, um, like, 
consuming semen is considered vegan. I mean, you're not like killing anything. I, I no. mean, I guess because they're not, an, they're they're those aren't babies, not yet. It's an animal byproduct, though. You know, I suppose. I feel like people, people who say like people who don't you eat honey, you know, because mm-hmm. it's an animal byproduct. Like people don't eat cum. Um, no, sorry, I don't swallow because I'm vegan and I don't eat honey, so I refuse to swallow your semen because it's basically the same thing as honey, and therefore I won't have it. But I will have this pineapple, though. (laughs) Oh my god. Do you Boys with wings, or maybe horns or tails. Maybe you're into scales. Perhaps you want to be the lizard queen. Do you find yourself attracted to fictional characters? Like maybe vampires. Do werewolves make you cream? Then welcome to our podcast. This is the place for you. Freaks and geeks are welcome, and weebs will take you to fantasy sail to a land of books and joy and big dicks i never th- i didn't expect to go straight into cum <laughs> i don't think anybody ever does it really just always comes out as a surprise <laughs> i just i was not expecting it but i'm i'm happy i'm really pleased with the way you know it's just things just organically or unfold for us I think we're gifted in that way. I'm eating a bowl of ramen. Ooh, what kind? It was a chicken and mushroom flavor, mm. and I added an egg in it. Wow. Because I'm not vegan. <laughs> I'm not vegan either. I wish I was. I used to be, but I You're vegan in spirit, and I think that counts more than anything. <laughs> Thank you. It's just hard when you live with someone who is not and you often eat together because you are together all the time. So it's yeah. it's 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 difficult, but we we do eat pretty healthy. So we're spoiled after our um our holiday because both of our families eat meat and so it was like but it was like good meat. It was <laughs> like, you know, a 6-hour roast Mm. That was you know, accompanied by all sorts of sauces and, you know, butter lettuce wraps with ginger wow, relish. Wow. And then, like, my grandparents do a, a multi-course for Christmas. And so it's like, here's this, you know, duck confit. Oh, my and God. Then, you know, like, just crazy shit. Like, <laughs> oh, here's a puff pastry with, you know, sun-dried tomato and quail egg in a single bite. Enjoy for your amuse-bouche. And so it's like, fuck. I'm like, we got carrots in the fridge. You want to make a carrot puree tonight? <laughs> I'm so jealous. I really want to come to your grandparents' house for the holidays. <laughs> it sounds I, so good. We will do it, dude. We, you have to come. You have to Please. come. They would love you. Oh, my God. <laughs> you would, we would have such a good time. I'd love that. That would be wonderful. Ay, ay, ay. And um, your Christmas? Oh, was quiet. Um, silent night? It was a silent night. We didn't <laughs> go anywhere uh, because of the coronavirus. So we yep. stayed here in Pittsburgh, and we did 
Christmas Zoom um, with Brady's family. And on Christmas Day, we, like, opened presents with them, which was at, like, noon for us, but 9 a.m. for them. And it took three and a half hours. (laughs) So we weren't done until 3.30 with opening Christmas, which is, like, fine because I love his family and it was really nice to spend time with them like and to get to see their faces and they had mailed our presents to us so we got to open them in front of them which was really great uh but their wi-fi sucks so their zoom kept crashing and like it kept freezing and we couldn't hear them and it was just a mess but it was nice to like see them and be with them in in spirit, in Zoom spirit. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the rest of the holiday, we just, like, hung out here and played a lot of portal nights and yep. um, drank a lot of alcohol and yeah. just, like, hung out. We made some Christmas cookies. And, How were they? Uh, good for a little bit, but we didn't have anything to put them in, so they became stale very quickly. But it was really fun to decorate them. Um, Brady made a big old penis on one, <laughs> and I made a beautiful Christmas tree on another. It was great. It was it was a good time. It was like arts and crafts. It was like more fun to make them than to eat them. So we we had a good time with that, and we also made like lots of good food we just like hung out and and cooked and watched movies and and read books and it was just like it was a nice relaxing time i'm sad that we didn't get to travel and go home and see everybody but it was nice to have like a few days off of work and to just kind of do nothing (laughs) yeah yeah that sounds really nice yeah yeah we got tested um before we left and and while we were there too and i think i'll probably go get tested again just to be be sure Mm -hmm. um but yeah it was it was stressful going out just being there because like because if you know you have like a sniffle because it's cold you're like covid it's covid (laughs) it's coronavirus i've given it to our whole family i've killed my my entire family i killed my entire family so like you know three out of ten would not recommend probably um (laughs) and i i you i think you did the right thing staying home and I applaud you and I'm I'm sorry that it was difficult but I'm also glad that you had time to just um you know chill out for a bit Mm -hmm. because I I imagine you know you on the plane your planes (laughs) plural you know how I love planes I know how you just travel is your escape you know one time Um, you're in in the air you're carefree you're you're free one time Fallon and I flew to Spokane on a fucking crop duster plane (laughs) And I, shit you not, I thought we were going to die. I was literally like, this is the end. I have lived a good, a good 20 years. And, uh, and I'm, I'm dead now. I will never escape this, this vessel of this plane. And the, do you remember the stewardess, the stewardess? or flight attendant? She was so she was evil. evil. She was so mean. She was a very, she she was being very mean. She was, I was a mean like, woman, for I'm, sure. I'm afraid of flying. And she, like, basically spit on me. She was just so mean. Peasant. <laughs> Fucking suck it up. Sit <sighs> down. <laughs> we, yeah, Paris and I hadn't known each other for that long. Mm-hmm. We were partners for this theater festival. This is how we met. Um, and this was, like, the first, you know, 
we've never been on a plane together. Um, and sh she was like, I really don't like flying. I feel really uncomfortable. And I was like, okay, well, you know, like, I got you. Don't worry about it. Like, we'll be fine. And um, we get to the airport, and we're stuck there for, like, six hours. Well, it snowed, so our plane couldn't take off because of hazardous weather conditions. So, of course, I'm feeling great to start out with. Right. It was really <laughs> scary. We're, we're waiting in, like, the Alaskan Airlines terminal, and it's just, like, blistering outside. And they're like, yeah, the planes, they're, uh, you know, they're being delayed because there's a snowstorm in Washington. And um, my instructor is telling us, like, how a previous year... Like, the reason we were flying was because in a previous year, a group of college students were driving to the festival d during a snowstorm, and they died. So it was like, oh, somehow being in the air during a snowstorm is safer than being on the ground, so we're going to take the plane This instead. was news I loved to hear. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> so. it was really cool. And so you were, I mean, you were a champ. You were, I didn't know that you were like freaking out inside. Um, <laughs> and so finally we, we are getting, I'm not going to say we get on the plane. We get out of the terminal. We go outside. And we had to, like, we had to board from outside. I had, had never done outside. that before. We left the airport. We didn't, we were not in the plane though. No. So we're walking out on like the fucking tarmac <laughs> And they're like, yeah, just throw your bags in this pile over here and the truck will take it to the other side of the plane. It's like the plane, I don't, I don't think the plane even had paint on the outside. Like, I feel like it was just, it's just a like, tin I just can. remember too much exposed metal, like either on the inside or the outside of the plane. And I was like, this, this is not what I was expecting. I have never been, wow, the plane's so small. I've never been on such a narrow plane. Oh, there's only two seats per side of the aisle? Interesting. I don't even Very think that plane had a bathroom. I think it was just I think plane. it may have had one, and it was just like a hole through the bottom <laughs> of the plane <laughs> behind the pilot. Perhaps, and you just so get you to hold squat. The, you hold the pilot's hand while you pee. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's only one pilot, <laughs> <laughs> and so we're we're being guided onto this plane by two flight attendants, both of which I think were not supposed to be there. Like one, she's like really pissed off. The there's a, a guy and a gal, and the woman is like she's being fucking rude. She's on edge. She's stressed. She's upset. She's not. She's she's not instilling um, any kind of confidence. Yeah, it makes me in feel us as so comfortable. <laughs> she's really stressing us out. And the other guy, I think they pulled him out of like the flight attendant reserves or something. I don't think that man was really supposed to be there. I think he was a flight attendant and like retired, and then they like pulled him out. He wasn't old per se, but he was just. Uh, the lady was bossing him the fuck around, and so. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to wrangle us together and she's like yelling at us like you need to have your bag under that seat and we're like jesus lady take a chill pill and she's like your seatbelt needs to be on right now we're like holy fuck never have i ever been treated thus disrespectfully on a plane mind you i don't fucking fly alaska though god fucking savages on alaska um and so we're getting, we're trying to just get to the point where, oh, and we had to take like, 
you're for with Alaska, you're only allowed like one check-in or like one carry-on or something like that where we had more bags than really we could fit. So we're like shoving our shit into yeah. it. So it's taking a little while. Well, they tried to count my purse as a carry-on item. Yeah. And I had like a small purse. I was like, dude, like my phone is in here and a book. Like it's not, this isn't a carry-on. This is like a personal item. And Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 no. Like you have to. So we had to like shove your purse into... Like a your, backpack or something? Yeah, yeah, like someone's backpack or something. Like it needed, we needed to consolidate <laughs> like before they would even BS. let us on the plane. So <laughs> well, we, we didn't realize how fucking small it was. They were probably trying to know, conserve room. Didn't know that shit was going to happen. <laughs> it was so small. And so once, once I saw how small the plane was, I was like, oh, this is not good. Like this is really <laughs> actually scary. But I wasn't going to say shit because I, I knew I had to be the strong one of the two of us. I knew I needed to be confident. <laughs> And so, um, so we start, I think we start to take off and, um, this bitch, this bitch, as in the plane, this bitch, she is rattling. She is a rat-ta-ta-ta-tatty. <laughs> Dude, it was like and shingles were flying off the plane. Like it was just, it felt like pieces were just peeling <laughs> off the side. <laughs> and I, I became first acquainted with Paris's death grip on my hand. <laughs> Of the seat, just clawing as we're ascending. And Fallon, all the while, Fallon has me put in an earbud, and she's playing ding 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 ding. Mr. Sandman, yes, yes. And I'm like crying. I'm just scared. Just listen to the music, baby. It's all good because like. Takeoff is my favorite part, and usually people don't die during takeoff, so I'm feeling pretty chill. Like, you even should. though it's kind of scary and rattly, I'm like, it's all good. Like, we're just taking off, we're getting up in the air, and then it'll be smooth sailing. And um, so once we're up in the air, it, things kind of chill out a bit, because it was like, it was like a three, no, Washington to Oregon, probably like an hour and a half flight. Yeah, it wasn't, right? a, it wasn't a super long flight, no. Yeah, it wasn't super long. Um, but the flight attendant... <laughs> She's like doing weird shit. She's passing out snacks, but she like skips three of our friends. Passive aggressively. Passive aggressively. Just like passes them and waits till everyone else is served before she like then comes back around and brings them peanuts. Um, and she like is yelling at the other flight attendant. She's like, I don't remember what his name. She was like, Mr. Mark, we're a team. You and I need to be a team. And he's like, Yep, yep, I'm I'm trying, Deborah. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> So it's this weird passive aggressive vibe and we're all giving each other just like looks. We're like, what the fuck? Are we going to die on this plane with these psychos? Like this bitch is the last bitch I talked to, you know, fucking Karen over here stressing me out, throwing peanuts so, at me, throwing peanuts. And, um, we start our descent and she, again, I is think- a rickety bitch. At this point, I think we were listening to the, like, Kendrick Lamar album. Or maybe yeah. it was the soundtrack from um, the Black Panther movie. One of the yeah. two. We were we were enjoying that. And that was, like, nice. While we were in the air and we were listening to music, it was okay. But the, the come down. <laughs> so bad. So fucking bad. And that was when you, you started freaking the fuck out. Yeah. Well, you it was like... really windy. The plane was, like, mm-hmm. shaking. 
Yeah, the plane was shaking. So you're freaking out. And I remember I think your face was like scrunched up and you started like hyperventilating. You were like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and that, that freaked me out. So I was like, Paris, chill out. You okay. did. You totally turned around and you were like, get your shit together. <laughs> You fucking calm down right now. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I could hear freak. Once I started, once I started freaking out, I was like, okay, no, 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 no. Like, I can't have this. Like, we need some <laughs> control here. I can't let this get out of hand, or else, or else we are going to die, we're, or else we're going to die. Okay, we can't can't give this too much energy. So I had to like get <laughs> ring it back in. Um, but we made it. We yeah, made we it did. to Spokane, and we had a, another stressful time on the plane on the way back to Oregon. <laughs> but we're here, you know? We lived. We lived. What was scarier, you think? Um, the flight to Spokane or the flight out of La- uh, Las Vegas? <laughs> well, that time we were flying Spirit Airlines. <laughs> and <laughs> Welcome to Spirit <laughs> Airlines. <laughs> With shit in your mouth. And we'll make you pay for it. For it. <laughs> Literally, they hate you on Spirit Airlines. They're like, you want a cup of water? $5. You want to use the bathroom? Tax. Like, everything <laughs> is, you have to pay for everything. Because the tickets are dirt cheap, so it's like the only way they make money. <laughs> Is by making you literally pay for, like, air on the plane. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, if the plane is about to crash, you know those, like, little cup things that come down with oxygen? Like, they definitely, Uh you have to, like, put a quarter in to get one. Yeah, you have to swipe your credit card (laughs) in order for your oxygen mask to descend. But that plane, like, I think it was, it's because of the wind in, like, the desert, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't really know, but I know that it was very windy and that was terrifying. Um, but at least like the Spirit Airlines plane was like a normal looking plane. Like the plane that we flew on to Spokane was literally like a soup can. It was it was yeah. just it was <laughs> terrifying. So that one was worse. <clears throat> yeah, that was sketchy. I although I will say. The plane to Colorado for the same festival for my last KCSDF this year, mm-hmm. um, from Oregon to Colorado, dude, that shit was nuts. Like you would have lost your goddamn mind, <laughs> like, because we we were dropping in air. Like Ugh. we like we were flying, and then it was like, <laughs> and then it would stop, and like we people were screaming, like we were screaming on the flight. I was like, man man maybe this is it you know (laughs) like maybe i'm gonna plummet to my death in colorado i don't know we'll see what happens i'm alive still but that i'm glad you weren't on that flight because you might not fly again after that it was really (laughs) stressful for sure that is exactly why i hate flying (laughs) yeah yeah it was really scary it just is like I may never leave this plane <laughs> when you get in it. You just don't know. I hate that. Well, Casper, I told Casper, I was like, the, because Casper's like, planes are safer than cars. And I'm like, yeah, but like at what cost? You know, what kind of death is that? I feel like car crash, you're like, oh no, and then you're done. But a plane, you know, I'm imagining you're just like, fuck. Yeah, because you know you're going to die. You're like plummeting to your fuck. death. You're falling yeah. hundreds of feet through the air. Like, per mm, second. Yeah. yeah. So, but I guess, I guess when you are in a plane crash, you pass out. 
You pass out? What do you mean? You pass out. I mean, like, I guess you, like, become unconscious when... When you're dead? You, like, are dropping. Yeah, like, before you die, you get... You pass out. At, like, how how do you if know? If you're plummeting... How do they know that? Have they ever interviewed anyone who's died in a plane crash? We're like, oh, Well, I guess there dead. was a woman who survived a plane crash. She described it as the plane leaving her. Not her leaving the plane. The plane leaving her. The plane, like, broke in half, and her seat popped out. And so she was, like, <laughs> She was just plummeting. And she survived this oh plane crash. Valid! Imagine she... being strapped to a seat, flying through the air. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess she passed out. So... She didn't know. I guess, like, everyone passes out if you are dying, if you're on your way down, you know? Like, you just are like, night-night. The fear is too much. Eternal slumber. Yeah, um, that's going to be a no from me. I'm going to, I'll pass on that one. Um, What do you mean? (laughs) No. No, I would rather drive. Um, God, no, thank you. (sighs) Wow, my heart's well, beating really fast right now. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, let's beat it. Let's beat it. Let's beat let's, it faster. Let's, beat it. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's beat just one off right now. Shove let's... some pineapple in your mouth and let's beat it. <laughs> Does that make it fantasy time? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Great. Do you like so? <clears throat> This episode of Fantasy Time is our first one that we're recording actively in 2020. It's it'll be the second one released in 20 sorry fuck 2021. <laughs> that was <laughs> 2020 never goes away. No, it's forever. We're just stays in, with in you purgatory always. still. We are, yeah. Sorry, it's the first one we're recording in 2021, but it will be the second one released in 2021. So I thought that we could do a little recap of 2020. Maybe our favorite moments recapping just the amount of shit that was packed (laughs) into the asshole that was 2020 you know like january last year i was prepping for that colorado flight like i lived in oregon Mm -hmm. i was working my job i was in school and now i live in arizona not doing any of that you know like (laughs) that's a really long year yeah, it did feel, it felt really long. Um, yeah, I mean, this this time last year, January last year, I was working at Starbucks in Albany in Oregon. Um, and I, uh, I was, like, looking for an apartment in Albany, which I found, and it was very cute. It was, like, a room in a house with some other girls and they were very clean and I really liked the house and then the coronavirus happened and there everyone was like we're going in the lockdown and I thought like I don't want to be trapped in this house with these bitches um they (laughs) they weren't actually bitches they were fine but I didn't really know them like we weren't we weren't pals and we like didn't hang out together I just lived in this house with them and so I moved to Corvallis which is not that far from Albany uh, and I moved in with Brady and his roommates. And one of his roommates, Chase, her, his girlfriend moved in as well. So it was like uh, two couples and our friend Kyle. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was actually really great. Like doing quarantine there was 
really nice because it was all of us and we would go out in the like driveway every day and play drinking games and play spike ball and we'd get like really drunk at like 12 in the afternoon and um and it was it was fun like I had a good time I actually just found a video on my phone today of me presenting this like cookie that I made it was a bunch of cookies but I we we were so bored we didn't know what to do so I pretended that I was like the iron chef and I played like uh cooking show music like really intense cooking show music and I made uh, a cookie called the bottom of the backpack cookie which had like pop tarts like raspberry pop tarts in it and cheerios and um, like chocolate chips and just like hunks of things that you would find at like the bottom of like a child's backpack. They turned out okay, oh. so that was really fun to to. That's to so do. creative. <laughs> and you and I had a you and I we watched um, some Sarah J. Mass live stuff together. Yes. It was when Crescent City came out. Yes. So you and I were reading Crescent City. We had a socially distanced like luncheon. Yes. together um i dropped off margaritas at your house that, that was I made. so sweet they were really good it was a lot of fun they were pretty fucking and good then i dropped margarita. off like some treats at your house which is like some yes! candy uh, <laughs> some delicious baked goods mm-hmm. candies yeah all sorts i think they were like white chocolate brownies that you maybe i want to say maybe like, i don't blondies. remember oh blondies Something. yeah i think i made blondies. Yeah, blondies cooper our friend cooper dropped off a single like lone lemon bar on the doorstep without lemon <laughs> there was no lemon in those lemon bars i don't know what he made but it was just like on a napkin on the ground <laughs> and we opened the door we're like what the hell yeah and he wasn't there he like ran he like dropped it off and ran he didn't even like stand six feet away and be like please enjoy this lemon bar i have made for you it was just like he sprinted after he dropped it off it was amazing he mine was in um was in plastic wrap and it had a little (laughs) sticky note it was like please enjoy this lemon or this lemon bar sans lemon (laughs) <laughs> or it was like it was like lemon bar for you just add lemon <laughs> and, <it was> like, <laughs> and I had just gotten my wisdom teeth pulled oh my god I got my wisdom teeth pulled this year I lost feeling in half of my tongue this year <laughs> you couldn't taste right you were like now I, yeah I couldn't taste on on the right side of my tongue I can now I think we're fine yeah but it but, was um, like because yeah. of a nerve right yeah they were like well if it doesn't get fixed, if it doesn't like heal itself in like three or four months, you might miss the cutoff for micro nerve surgery. And I was like, excuse me, sir? Do I look like the kind of bitch that can afford micro nerve surgery? <laughs> I don't even know if that's the right term. That's probably not what it is. But it was like micro, it was like tiny, fixed tiny nerve. Teeny tiny nerve fixer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. It's been fucking nuts, and now we live in different states. I mean, you definitely got the short stick on that one, my friend. Sorry oh, yeah. about that. Yeah. Oh, I had that big old Varian cyst. <laughs> oh my god! Remember that, was that this year? Right. We got we had sushi, yeah. and you were like, "I'm dying," and I was like, "Fuck." Yeah. I, it was the size of an orange. It was so painful, um, and I still get them. I can feel them, but there's like nothing oh. I can do because I can't afford to get them removed. So I just live with them, I guess. 
god, Barrett. It's okay. It's okay. They usually like go away away on their own, uh, and they haven't. I haven't had one burst yet, which is good, because um, usually when they burst, you pass out because it's so painful. You like can't take it. Um, so that's a little scary. But I've kind of just. Uh, I think with everything that went on this year, the like fear of my ovary bursting um, was like kind of pushed down because <laughs> I was so yeah. afraid of like dying. So um, yeah, I mean, it's not great and I do have pain, but um, I'm working through it. I actually have a doctor's appointment on on Wednesday. I uh, It's just like a a normal like doctor patient like hello take take my temperature and feel my heartbeat kind of thing um so i don't know maybe we can figure out something then but it's like every it's just so expensive to have like anything done with your reproductive organs so it's fucking nuts dude our healthcare system is nuts yeah it's nuts it's crazy makings (laughs) i can't like hey you have a giant water sack on your ovary that's the size of an orange do you want a better picture of that it'll be six hundred dollars for an ultrasound (laughs) oh my god i i got i yeah i had um a exam an ultrasound on my right tit (laughs) i have a lump in there and she's still hanging out. She's still there. A lump? My little lumpy gal. Yeah. But she's but benign. She's not. That's what they're thinking. Yeah, they're like, well, it moves around, so, and it doesn't hurt you, and it hasn't gotten any bigger, so it's probably just, it'll go away at some point. And, you know, she's just still chilling there. She's still like, you could, she's probably like a year and a half old. You could get it pierced. And get my lump pierced? Yeah, it'd be like a like a nipple piercing, but it'd be like a uh, like a node, like a lump piercing, you know? It could be hot. It could you can make you it sexy. You can't see it from the outside. You just have to press onto my tit. So it would either have to be a very deep piercing, like just like a a rod in there. Just like a nail. Just a nail or um yeah, I don't know really how you do that or a giant ring that goes through it both of which sound horrifying yeah maybe don't do Uh, that on on i probably won't do that i had a friend who got her nipples pierced um last year and i just can't fathom the idea of that i because she wanted to get her nipples pierced no no no, not why did she get them pierced like why don't you like that why why can't you fathom that Uh, because ow it's your and mine, mine are a little bit inverted. They like to hang out inside sometimes. So, like, there's not a lot to work with there. Well, if you got them pierced, can't... they would always be, like, like perked. I know, which I don't want because I like to not wear bras. <laughs> but the, the key to not wearing bras is is not having any nipples. No, you, you, you have your nipples pierced and you don't wear a bra. And you show off your nipple piercing through your shirt. It's hot. You don't like that idea. <laughs> that's okay. To each their own. I think they're really cool. But that's just me. No, you do not. No, I would absolutely get my nipples pierced. I would not get my clit pierced. Oh, God. <laughs> would you really get your nipples pierced, though? For real? 100%. I've actually already looked really? into it, and I was thinking about doing what? it. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think they're awesome. I really like them. Well, okay, please explain the appeal to me. It, okay, so I like the way that my boobs look when they're cold. Okay, okay. <laughs> because when my boobs are warm, they're like soft, right? And yeah. they kind of like, like slump to the side. But when they are cold, they're like perky and they look frisked and they look like like pert. And I, I think they look good. And um, when you get your nipples pierced, your nipples are like pretty much hard all the time. They just like look <laughs> like you're cold. And I like that. I think that that looks good. I have small boobs, so it's like I think it's fine. Um, it could probably be a really good look for you. And I think it would be, like, kind of sexy if I was, like, wearing a swimsuit. And you can see the shape of my nipple piercing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I really <gasps> want to do that. I think that that would be cool. But I stand by my belief I will not get my genitals pierced. I won't do it. I, I cannot. I know, <laughs> dude. I mean, I think the only incentive... For me, for like a nipple piercing or like a belly button ring, is you get to go to like Hot Topic and you get to pick out <laughs> no. cool designs and out then of you... that like locked case, you know. And then you get a, a really bad infection because the metal <laughs> is like actually made from pennies, and you <laughs> pennies from the sidewalk yeah. collected. And you, yeah. you grow green pus and your nipples bleed. <laughs> Man, is that is that what happens? Is that Well, I hope not. I wouldn't I would not have penny nipple rings. Where would you buy I would go to like where a jeweler. You... Like, you know, where you like go to like a jewelry store where they pierce ears and like your nose and your lips and things like that and like you know, like a jewelry tattoo shop. Okay, and and okay. get it done there, but I wouldn't go to like Hot Topic and buy jewelry or like it's like kind of going like the same as going to Claire's and getting your ears pierced. And I refuse okay. to get my nipples pierced at Claire's. I won't do it. Yeah, they they probably won't do it. I don't think Claire's I like will do take it my top you, off in the want. store. <laughs> they, I'm like, hi, I'm I'm here for a piercing today. I'd like to get both. There's done. like an eight year old picking out headbands. <laughs> I'm arrested for <laughs> indecent exposure. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, well, but you get what I'm saying. That, like, you can go to, sure, go to a, a fucking tattoo shop where they do piercings and mm -hmm. stuff, and they have that cool case of all the things. But you get to, you know, you could pick, like, your bars have, like, moonstone yeah. stones on the side. Yes. You know? Yes. And, so cool. Like, I, I like the jewelry aspect, but I'm like, I'll just wear jewelry. It's kind of like with tattoos, I'm like, wow. <laughs> These are gorgeous. Or I could just hang this art up on my wall and look at it every day instead of carrying it around on my body. <laughs> I hear you. But I also really like tattoos. I know you do. I know you do. It's so funny. I feel like I, think I feel like if people were to look at us, they would be like, oh, that bitch. She's the one who's most likely to have her nipples pierced. And they're pointing at me. They're not expecting you. Yeah. It's always the quiet one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I really like tattoos on other people. I think that, like, yeah. sleeves are, like, the hottest thing in the world. Like, just, mm, please, yes, everyone should have sleeves. Um, but for myself, I feel like I'm really fickle. Like, I have a hard time choosing, like, some tattoo or, like, image that I would put on my body. Because it's there forever, so, like, 
And I'm like, what if it doesn't go with my my outfit that day or the way I'm feeling? Because, like, sometimes I'm like, ugh, I'm Bella Swan and I'm Mm -hmm. moody. And then other times I'm like, I'm a ray of sunshine. But I I don't know. Maybe maybe I should just get a big old fucking Gemini tattoo on on my ass. On your ass? ass. What is it? Is it on one cheek, both cheek? Yeah, it's one twin on one cheek and the other twin on the other. And people are like, what's your sign? And then I just, like, pull my pants down. And I'm like, I'm a Gemini. Who are the twins? Is it, like, two of your face, you know? Is no, it, like, it's, you it's, turned into twins? It's Dag Dag and Branag. <laughs> Branag. Branag. Brag, Branag and Dag Dag. Dag Dan and Branag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, Lord. Well, yeah, I remember. Okay, no, go ahead. You're good. I, I, what are you going to say? Well, I was going to say when Casper first left for college and I was living with my grandparents, he called me and was like, yeah, so tattoos are pretty cool. And I was like, yeah, I guess. And he's like, yeah, I'm thinking about maybe, maybe I'll get a sleeve someday. And I was like, what the? fuck he's like yeah i think a like a a really well done like star wars tattoo would be fucking sick and i was like who are you what what like i freaked the fuck out dude i was like losing my mind i was like those are permanent it has to be really well done you can't just like go and get fucking r2d2 tattooed on your bicep (laughs) what are you even thinking about i don't even know who you are anymore i was like 19 (laughs) Um, it was really like traumatic. Now I'm like, you know, whatever, do do what you want. But um, yeah, I was like, oh, it was stress. It stressed me out, and it stressed me out when my mom got a tattoo when I was a kid. I I've always what? been like weird about tattoos. Like I was like nine, and my mom goes, she, she's like, I I'm gonna get a tattoo. Like there was a little fund for it, and she was saving money and when I was I think 13 she finally got one and it's this gorgeous gorgeous tattoo but I was like shook I remember one time she came home or she came to pick me up from school I was in second grade and I look up and she had a fucking nose piercing and I was like you got your nose pierced? what are you like I it was unfathomable that my mother was you know I don't know, desecrating her body. I, I don't know why it was like so offensive to me as an eight-year-old that she got... I don't know where that comes from. She was from. desecrating um, her sacred temple. I know. <laughs> that's what now they she tell you in church. What's that? I was going to say, that's what they tell you in church. Do not defile your temple. Your body is your temple. And you're not supposed to... To do things like that, but You're I mean, not supposed to eat cum. Nope, no cum eating in church. That is not allowed. No, no, no expelling of cum unless it is into a vagina, because they told us that if you spilled your seed, um, and you were wasteful with it, you were actually um, killing your future generations. Like, like that men only had a, a finite amount of semen. And if you, like, uh. jerked off, you were, like, lowering your chances to have children, which is... Th- True. 
Yeah, true, true, yes. You know what else happened this year, Paris, or last year? What? In 2020? What? We started a podcast. Yes. yes. And we, we posted 20 episodes. 20? Oh my God, I didn't even realize it was that many. 20, 20 episodes. And we had over 1,100 views on those episodes. Whoa. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Like, we're just two weirdos <laughs> having a chat in we're the afternoon. Just, <laughs> we're just two gals talking about cum. Dicks. <laughs> And come, 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 and and yeah. you, dear listener, you're you're liking it. Apparently, you're coming back. You like come, <laughs> yeah. You like come. <laughs> you like dicks and come. <laughs> well, same sister. How many times did we say come in this episode? <laughs> what did you just say? I said, how many times? How many times can we say come in this episode? Oh, man, oh, man. A few Fuck. times. Yeah. More. I'll work them in. So I'm, I'm really proud of us. I'm really pleased. I'm honored to be on this journey with you. Thank you, listeners. I just, like, it's such a special treat to be able to share this experience this journey mm-hmm. and uh, I mean feel connected in times of isolation it's just like a real wonderful treat I never would have expected it to be so yeah good. it has been really nice um it's something that like these are the conversations <laughs> that we have when we're together I mean like yeah. we just hang out and talk this way um and it's been really hard being away from you being away from everybody oh. that I know. Yeah, it's just, it's it's tough. I mean, like, not only are you in a different state, but I can't see you. Like, I can't come to see you. I can't. Can't come. Sorry. I can't. I can't come. I can't. <laughs> I can't visit because, like, one, I hate to fly. Um, yeah. And <laughs> two, I <laughs> don't think I should fly even if I got over my fear and also it's too far to drive and also there is a global pandemic so mm-hmm. it's been really hard being so far away from you but it's been a close second to have these conversations with you and I love that we get to record them and listen to them later and and people seem to also want to listen to them so it's been really nice I feel like um we have something really special and really cool and I just I love doing this podcast with you I agree likewise my friend you have kept me sane for (laughs) sure during this I mean it's like you have been my my best friend and confidant during this whole pandemic and I just yeah it it does suck being away from you because I mean like every week there's something where I'm like oh Paris and I should do this. Or, ah, oh my gosh, I wish Paris was here so I could show her this. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I think about things we could do together all the time. And I'm, I'm thinking about um, content for the podcast, yeah, but just things. I, I regret not being able to take 
advantage or, or make the most of our friendship when we were closer together. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking back, I think there was always there was always kind of something in the way or like a, a mix, missed connection. You know, like um, when we first became friends, like we were really close and then like you got that opportunity to go to Wyoming and so then like we were further apart and then like we kind of had a falling out and then pandemic hit and that so it was like it was like always there was always some sort of like I miss you I miss you I miss you and so um I long for the days where we can go on adventures again and I think that's probably the hardest part for me is I I think about all of the things that we could do and just not knowing when we'll get to do them. Like go to the Chili's and exchange funny <laughs> stories. <laughs> and Did talk, talk about, about that story? come really loud in the Chili's. Have you talked about the story that you told me in the Chili's? I don't know. <laughs> I think we'll save that maybe for another time. I feel like we've probably <laughs> talked about it. I feel like we have <laughs> talked about that specific story so many times I don't remember if we've said it on the podcast or not. <laughs> You know, send us a DM. Send us a message. Do you know what we're talking about? If you know what this story is, let us know. Um, If you don't, then you may never know, you know? Or if you want Fallon to share it in detail, um, send us a DM and I'll make her do it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) If it's requested by the people. Yes, request. You gotta listen to the people. Request the Chili's story. (laughs) It's a good one. (laughs) One of my finest moments of humanity, for sure. One of my finest moments of existence, I gotta say. So, Paris. Yes. Question. Yes. Top three worst moments of 2020? Oh, man. Fuck. Okay, give me a second. Okay. I don't have any prepared either, Um, so maybe we'll take a moment. Yeah. To think just, about. just give me a minute. Let me let okay, me think okay. of the worst. I'll think about it too. Going to the mind palace. Well, okay. So let's think of maybe. Do you have one? Do you have one shitty yeah, moment? Yeah, but it's embarrassing, and it really is a shitty moment. Okay. <laughs> like literally <laughs> shitty. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm ready to share that yet. Because I just this year, I just this year shared that secret with Brady, and he will never let me forget it. (laughs) Is it equivalent to my chili story? Yes. If you tell, I will tell my chili story. All right, fine. This will be a bonding, a bonding moment for us on the podcast. I'm so excited. (laughs) What did you do? (laughs) One time. This year? It was not this year. I told Brady this year because I was like, tell me a secret you've never told anyone. And it was like, because I <laughs> loved... <Fucking> moaning Myrtle. <laughs> tell me a secret. Um, and I don't remember what he told me because it was uneventful, but I told him <laughs> that when we first... When we first started dating, um, I had a lot of Taco Bell and one time and um, I was laying in my bed alone uh, and I was like man I gotta gotta fart and I did and it wasn't just a fart so (laughs) 
I uh, I had to I had to, I was like fuck I gotta wash my sheets and I was like I need to take them to the laundromat because I don't want to do them here at the house because I was living in my friend's parents' basement and I was like they're I don't want them to know I don't want them to find out so I have to take these to a laundromat and and wash them there. And Brady wanted to be with me all the time. So I was like, it will be fine. I'll be super stealthy. And, like, he'll never know. So I took the sheets to the laundromat and I, like, wouldn't let him stand next to me because I put them in the trunk. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bring these inside and I'm going to wash them real quick. You stay right here. And, like, somehow I diverted his attention and I, I, I put them in the wash and it was fine and it was fine. It was really not that big of a deal. It was it was like not that big of a deal. And I washed it and it was fine and we're all good now. Um, but he never knew that I like shit the bed. Um, and I told him and and now he won't let me forget it. And it's worse. It's worse than your story and it's really embarrassing. I don't know if I want this on the podcast just yet. But I've told it. There it is. It's out. Um, one time... I sharded. <laughs> it's normal. It happens. And when you eat Taco Bell, it happens. God damn it. I'm really embarrassed. <laughs> First off. First off, I want to applaud your bravery. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for being real with me, our audience, and most importantly, yourself. I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you that, well, I'll, I'll first ask, was Brady in bed with you when you sharded? No, he wasn't in bed with me, but I did make a date out of my shitty sheets that needed washing. Then I'm going to say that your story is not worse than mine. <laughs> It is not, because Brady wasn't in bed with you. No. Okay? No, he wasn't. <laughs> so, when I was, I think 20, I think I was 20, I moved to Oregon to be near Casper while he was going to college, and I spent a lot of time at his house that he was living in. <clears throat> he had a house with three other roommates, four other, three other roommates. And he had a twin bed, uh, the same, like the, yeah, a, a twin bed that uh, he slept in. And so I would sleep in there with him. And so we would sleep really close. It's a twin bed and we we're on top of each other. He's a <laughs> big dude. I'm a big gal. And uh, I was in and out of sleep. You know, when you're in a twin bed, it's kind of hard to sleep really well. And I could tell it was morning, and I was kind of half asleep. So I was, you know, I, I, I was, I, it feels like you're awake, or it feels like you're asleep, but you're actually awake, but you're actually asleep. And I just remember feeling so good. Like, I just felt so relieved. I just felt so, like, pleasant. There was just, like, this really wonderful feeling that came over me. And I was just like, oh, just man. Just euphoria. That feels so good yeah and a couple minutes later I opened my eyes 
and I'm like awake and I'm like god whatever my dream was like it might have been really stressful or like maybe Casper's body temperature was like really high because I was like really sweaty and I I know that you know the feeling of like being in bed and you're sweaty and you're kind of wet and so you're just like uh yuck sweaty but I sat up and I noticed that I was like sweaty everywhere because I slept naked and I was like, man, I'm like really, I'm really sweaty. Like, what the fuck? And I feel the bed and the bed is fucking drenched. And I'm like, this bed is wet. What the fuck? And I remember that euphoric feeling that I had while I was half asleep. And I remembered that I had to pee. That... And I, I put together that the relief I felt was my body relinquishing that full bladder of piss <laughs> into my boyfriend's twin bed that with, he is sleeping in currently, in right next to me, on top of me, like right next to me, right, like our, our arms are touching. And so I, I, I'm sitting up. And, you know, I'm like, how, how do you tell the person that you love that you have just, you've not only pissed in their bed, but (laughs) pissed that they're sleeping in it? How do you tell the person you love that they are currently sleeping in your piss? (laughs) How do you tell your 20 year old boyfriend that he's sleeping in your piss? I did not know the answer to that question. And I couldn't really comprehend the situation I, I, I but I couldn't reconcile I was in shock I was in disbelief and so I did what I've done my whole life and uh, when he kind of sat up or when he opened his eyes and he said you okay and I said yeah just go back to sleep I just told that I did what I what I do and I told that motherfucker to just go back to sleep because I wasn't ready to confess. <laughs> and that was wrong, okay? That was not the right thing to do. If this happens to you and they wake up, don't tell them to go back to sleep because there's really nothing, you know, like it's not going to dry up in the next 30 seconds. It's only going to get more wet. So a couple seconds later, maybe like a minute later, I was like, okay, okay, no, I, I need you wake up. Don't, don't go back to sleep. Um, I have to tell you something. <laughs> and he goes, you pissed the bed? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, yeah, I pissed the bed. <laughs> and I mean, like that's, that's when you know, baby. That's when you know if you're with the right person <laughs> is how they handle that situation. And he laughed at me and he was probably disgusted <laughs> but we cleaned that bed <laughs> we scrubbed that bitch and we we washed it we washed the sheets we washed the bed and then we let the set the mattress outside and scrubbed it and <laughs> set it out to dry and um that was that was a that was a black ops mission in a house of three other boys <laughs> to Secretly wash the mattress that your girlfriend pissed on. <laughs> I'll never forget that. And he will never forget it as well. That was that was a lot, man. Like that 
when you're 20, you know, you're trying to be a hot girl. Oh, yeah. Hot girls don't piss the bed <laughs> with their boyfriends in it. Hot girls you were- don't tell their boyfriends to go back to sleep in the pits. <laughs> that was the part that he never forgave me for. That was the thing. It wasn't the fact that I pissed myself because I couldn't really help that. It was the fact that I told him to go back to sleep. It wasn't for a long time. <laughs> it was just like, I didn't know what to do. So I was like, divert. D- d- just, you know, yeah, I just needed to delay. I've heard. For a second. <laughs> I have heard you tell this story in front of Casper before. And I, I love how he interjects and he's like, she tried to make me sleep in it. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> He needs to, he needs people to know that that's, I made him sleep in it. I did not make him sleep in it. I did not know what to do. And so I wasn't ready to address it. And he's a heavy sleeper. So I knew I could buy myself just a couple more cognitive minutes. All right. If I just told him to go back to sleep. No, it's probably, he's always sweaty in bed. So you blame it on him. Casper, you were really sweaty today. I don't know what I should have. I should have told him that I was like, babe, did you just fucking piss the bed? (laughs) (laughs) That would have been his fault. Ah, I'll do that next time. You gaslight him to believe that he pissed the bed, not you. (laughs) That's what I should have done. Oh my God. I made a mistake. God damn it. So for those reasons, the fact that it was, it was mattress deep. He was in bed and I made the critical error of telling him to go back to sleep. For those three reasons, my story is more traumatic than yours. And more shameful. Because there were choices that I made. Yeah, but Casper doesn't call you a bed shitter, so. (laughs) (laughs) It was only once. Man, I mean, Brady does have a way with words when it comes to um, naming your shortcomings. <laughs> Bed shitter, pussy fart, you know? Did you just pussy fart? <laughs> Never said that that was him. <laughs> right, of course not. <laughs> I'm sorry for assuming. Yeah. Man, we're gross. <laughs> yeah, we're gross gals, you and I. We are disgusting. <laughs> I'm I'm more disgusting than you for sure though. I really I really I liked that. your Instagram story the other day where you were like sobbing because you chased an interracial couple <laughs> because you're like, we're interracial too. And I loved that like end like the just the button at the end of that story where you're like sobbing into the camera and you're like I'll never be cool I'm just weird <laughs> isn't that what you said what did you say you said something I'll about like I'll be never hot. be I'll never be hot I'll never I'll be hot always be weird <laughs> always be weird and I was like me too me too I was so ashamed I I wept in the car for like a solid 10 minutes after that. Like just like <sighs> like I was I was heavy lidded just in the chest crying 
from embarrassment, shame. <laughs> because I think I felt, I just, it was another rejection. <laughs> it was like the stars aligned where I thought that we were all on the same page. But after running through multiple parking lots that are designed to fit semi-trucks. So these are not small, like, gas station parking lots. These are... Open and vast. These are open and vast. In my Crocs, in my sweatpants, with the, uh, you know, just like a a disposable mask on, (laughs) running through these parking lots to reach their car. And then... To just like rip my mask off so they could see my face and wave at them. And then to be waved back with smiles. And then for them to like just drive away. (laughs) I felt so confused and rejected. And it felt like I was back in high school, middle school, where I, I read all the signs wrong. And I was, you know, I was being rejected by Eddie Fredericks all over again. Eddie Fredericks. I was being rejected by, you know, just all all of the boys that I thought I was down with. Turns out I was not. I was I was the ugly girl once again. And I played myself. <laughs> That's why. How it hurts, man. Being vulnerable hurts. <laughs> I'm staring greatly. I'm proud of you for shooting your shot. Thank you. Shots were shot. Shots were shooted. And hearts were broken. Okay, so we've talked about our Our worst moments of 2020 that weren't even in 2020. You didn't, yeah, you didn't really reveal your worst moment of 2020 because I told Brady that story this year. But you didn't really say your worst part of 2020, but that oh, was a pretty I traumatic see. story. So your worst part of 2020 was just telling the story and then being called a bed shitter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. That's really sad. It's okay. <laughs> but I, I applaud you for, um, for, you know, fessing up, for being honest. It was. It's was... hard to, to keep things inside, inside your asshole. He gave him... It's hard to keep things inside All your right. asshole. All right. Okay. <laughs> I shared a piece of my soul, and I'm being mocked for it. My, I think my worst moments of 2020 were, they were actually all family conflicts. I had a really rough fight argument with my grandma, and then I had a really tough time with my mom, mm-hmm. too. I think those were my two of the worst moments of the year for me. Yeah. Um, definitely. They were just... They were just really hard. And they stuck with me for days. Yeah. I was just like, I was distraught. Um, I, but they passed. I feel that. I mean, I think my my truthful, like, worst moment of 2020 was, like, t- just, like, talking to my mom before we moved here. Uh, it was rough because it was right at the beginning of, or not the beginning, but in the midst of, like, Black Lives Matter protests and um, yeah, my my mom's a tough one with that, and it makes me really yeah. frustrated and hurt and angry that she can be so ignorant. Um, so that's hard. 
because uh, she's my my mom and I want to love her. Uh, but it's really hard when she says really um, evil things. So. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. <sighs> well, at least I didn't shit well, the bed this year, so. Not this year. Nope. No. We're having a glow up. We're having a glow up. We're having a We're having a glow up. Yeah. Best moments of 2020 Paris? Mm. I've had a lot. I've had a lot of really wonderful moments. Yeah? Like what? Yeah. I I really enjoyed opening your gift. Oh. I really enjoyed um my post Christmas presents in the mail were just so absolutely special to me because I just felt really seen and understood and um like grace my friend sent me um several little things in the mail but my my favorite thing by far that she sent me were um hunchback of notre dame like the movie trading cards unopened that she thrifted and they're from like fucking 19 they the (laughs) offer on the back of them expired in 1997 so they are at least as old as I am, but I know they are older than that. Wow. Um, and it's just like, ah, to be known, you know? <laughs> to be known, to be seen, to be understood in that way. Uh, we're, it was just really special. And like, when I opened your gift, we were in the kitchen, I was opening them on the counter, and like Casper saw... And he saw my expression and like, I was just saying like, oh my fucking God, blah, blah, blah. And he came and like put his arm around me and like, he could tell how special and how good I felt opening that gift. So I I think receiving mail from my friends um, was probably the highlight of my year. Oh. It was really, really special. Yeah. Good. Oh, I love that. I'm so glad. Hmm. I think the highlight. Paris is like. Oh, good. Huh, no, what were you going to say? I was going to say, Paris is like, well, that's nice. I didn't have any good moments. <laughs> yeah, my year sucked. No, my year, my year was, it was all right. I mean, like. I mean, your, did, your year did suck. I'm, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's no way around that. Your year sucked ass, dude. I had, yeah, some rough, rough, rough things happen. Um, but I did get to spend a lot of time with Brady. Um, and that was nice. Uh, and mm-hmm. it was nice to be with a group of people during the lockdown so that I didn't have to, like, be alone in that house with those girls I didn't really know. I think it was a really good choice for me to move out of there, even though I had only lived there, like, a month and a half. It was a good choice to move out of there and live with Brady and our, our pals and just to, like, get to be with people every day. Um, yeah. And, like, cook with people and... It, you know, it just makes me think of what you said that one time. We were like, I just want to live in a house with all my friends like they do in a court of frost and starlight. And, like, that's, uh, it's, yeah, that's, that is, that is it. Like, that's the dream, yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm definitely jealous of your um, quarantine experience. I mean, like, I, I would never change anything in my life or, like, my past, but I do... I do wish I had been able to experience something like that where I was in a house of people that were, like, all my, like, my chosen family, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, you guys always... Something I really admire about your friend group is, like, you guys always have 
a good time and you guys like your sense of humor is just ridiculous <laughs> and um just like the the iron chef thing with the, like you guys are so clever and it's so fun to see it's just like there's so much joy and um just like enthusiasm and excitement that i see when you guys all get together and i think that's really really special so i i wish i had had that experience with lockdown. I mean, I was moving to another state and I knew I was, so mm. that was not in the cards for me, but I'm really glad that you, I'm really glad that you were able to have that yeah, too. me too. Me too. And then someday our house together is going to be fantastic <sighs> and we're going to have dinner parties and um, it's going to be amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, we're manifesting With like that. really pretentious little hors d'oeuvres. Um, just ridiculous. <laughs> and we will be dressed so ridiculously fancy. Yes. Yeah. Just, just dripping in gold. Glittering, dripping. Yeah. <laughs> and we look, our skin is so dewy, we look wet. Wow. Always. <laughs> Beaming. Shining. Glowing. <laughs> we are moisturized. Moisturized, okay. yes. Moisturized, yeah. Our skin... Look at our skin. <laughs> it's glowing. We are glowing. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I want that for and us. And I don't have to, I don't, I, I'm not worried about um, searching for coupons before I purchase my Glossier products. <laughs> and I don't need to wait. I don't need to plan my Ulta purchases around when I get coupons and emails, you know. <laughs> I can just buy products when I need them. Same. And I own more than one bra. <laughs> <laughs> and I own pants that fit me that aren't sweats. And I, I own <laughs> I own jeans that don't have a hole in the vagina. <gasps> my you work like your jeans, easy access jeans? My work jeans, Fallon. I put them on and I was like, there's my vagina. <laughs> There she is. Better not bend over in these ones. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my and I've god. sewn it. I've sewn it shut and she just keeps bursting open. Like it's time I need to get new pants. I split my uh, American Eagle pants down the asshole. <laughs> For sure. Did you yeah. rip and a fart them, but... and they like singed open? <laughs> Maybe, maybe I had a fiery shit. And it was... You had some Taco Bell, and then you just <laughs> destroyed your pants. That's one. That that is one element of that story that I did overlook. I didn't really take in the fact that you said I ate a lot of Taco Bell. I did. That's an important story aspect. Have you ever that eaten made Taco you shit Bell? Your pants? It will make you shit yourself. Anything from Taco Bell. It's like instant diarrhea. That's so fucking insane <laughs> that we as humans, as Americans, do that. Like, we willingly go to pay to have indigestion. <laughs> like, we are like, yes, Taco Bell. It, is it delicious? Not really. Like, is it... What does it do for you? Not much. It well, it makes me shit. That's what it does. <laughs> if you're like, ever we pay for that, if you're ever super constipated and you're like, oh my god, it's either this or an enema. You go to Taco Bell. 
and then you'll shit like easy I was having a really rough time one time I think I was 18 Catherine and I were like <laughs> had just started dating and I was at my house and I was really constipated and I was just like really uncomfortable and I bought an enema <laughs> I couldn't do it myself so my mom did it for me what when you were 18 <laughs> your mom gave you an enema when you were 18 You've got a good mom. I have a great mom. <laughs> she gave me an enema. It was really uncomfortable. <laughs> so maybe I'll choose Taco Bell next in the time because yeah. I am kind of chronically constipated. God, I could not shit on our trip. I just couldn't do it. You just need like a big old bean burrito with <laughs> with some of that nacho cheese sauce. And then, lady, what you need are some legumes. <laughs> you need a crunch trap, Supreme. You'll shit your pants before you leave the store. You'll smell it and shit. I'm telling you, it works. <laughs> that or coffee. Coffee makes you shit your pants too. Oh my! But you don't God. drink coffee, so maybe that's why you're constipated. Maybe. I don't know. I, I like not having a caffeine addiction. I see what it does for me and how I have a leg up on society. I feel a little elitist on that. I mean, it's something that makes me special, yeah. and I don't want to give that up. It's true. I'd rather <laughs> be able to say that I'm better than everyone than be able to say that I shit today. Yeah. You know? I mean, I guess on my days off, I feel like I'm dying if I don't have caffeine. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I work, I drink it all the time. I drink it all day long. Yeah. But, uh, right. How can you not? Yeah. When I'm when I'm here on my days off, I just feel like I'm 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 becoming a a mummy. I'm like desecrating. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Oh, a lot happened this year. Is is desecrating a word? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's you a word. You desecrate, but desecrating. No, I desecration think, think... is the act of depriving something of its sacred character. You desecrate the house of God! Well, I feel like my body's being desecrated in its lack of caffeine. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and it, then it becomes defecated, <laughs> you know? Oh, man. It has been a year. Yep. But now... It's been a year. We are on to, to 2021. It's the 3rd of January. And bright new future lays ahead. Big, bright, beautiful, way hair. There's still a lot of shit. There's still a lot of shit. Not in my toilet. <laughs> Just in the Taco Bell. Um, man. <laughs> Is that it? Is that all we have? I think that's it. I don't have any more shit stories. Um, I don't either. I don't either. Friends, we have a lot of fun things planned. Paris and I have planned out our first quarter. We have all sorts of fun material, book reviews, exciting things happening, especially in the month of February. Special guests. Because special guests we have planned. It's going to be a good time. Oh, I'm sorry. Stick with us, kid, what were you and you'll say? go far. <laughs> in the month of February, there is something special. What's that, pray tell? Oh, it's only a 
Court of Silver Flames by Sarah J. Mass. And her live talk. Which we get to attend. We get to witness. Uh, yeah, so we get to see her live talk. And 2021, the year where we start doing some live podcasts, some Twitch streams as well. So stay tuned for that shite. Hell yes, brother. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Final thoughts, Paris? Um, nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was racking my brain, and the only thing that was coming up was, like, the word shit. Shit, shit, shit. And I was like, nope, Paris, you have talked enough about pooping and coming this episode. We don't need to talk about it oh. anymore. Um, so Tasty. no. Okay. All right. Well, I don't have anything either. I love you guys. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Fantasy Time Podcast. <sighs> Send us an email <laughs> at <laughs> Fantasy Time Podcast at gmail.com. Fantasy Time is a part of TJBS Radio Podcast Network. If you want to do your own podcast, look us up. Send us a DM. That's it. Send us a DM. DM us. We want to chat with you guys. We know you're listening. We can see. Um, so just send us a DM. Send us. Are you new? <laughs> Welcome. Have you made it this far? Please DM us. We want to talk to you. We want friends. Fallon and I. We want friends. So please. We do. Please. Follow us on Instagram. Do it. Send us a DM. Do it. <laughs> That's it. We really have to stop this episode. We need to, I think we need we have to be to done. End it. All right. And we're done. Bye. Bye. Wow, that was a gross episode. <laughs>